You're listening to the 88th edition of the Bitochen Podcast. And we're continuing in Tehillim and Psukim from David HaMelech about the idea of Bitochen. David HaMelech says that Hashem placed into my mouth a brand new song, a praise to our God. Many will see it and they will fear. And they will trust in Hashem. Sometimes the way that we get bitachon is because we have a personal experience. Through our experience with Hashem, we trusted in Him and it worked. So that is mechazek our bitachon. But other times we get bitachon because we see someone else's experience. And as a result of their experience, we are inspired in our bitachon. Says the Radak, Yiru Rabim. These people that David HaMelech is speaking about were not necessarily those who feared Hashem until now. But when they will see that which Hashem did for me, they will also have the ability to trust in Hashem and to fear Hashem. So this is also another, you know, each time we see points, new points or different points, different ideas that are important. This is a very important point and that is that through our bitachem, through our stories, through our experiences, we inspire other people around us to also have bitachem, to also have faith in Hashem. And that's what David HaMelech is expressing. That's the Radak. Mitzudas David. Yiru Rabim Kasher Yiru Bashkachas Hashem it's very interesting that the fear of Hashem comes together with trusting in Hashem. So, so it means, you know, when we think about fear, uh, Western man doesn't like to think about the word fear. We don't like to be afraid of anything or anyone. Our gaiva is, our ego is too great. But when we fear Hashem, we have a proper pachar of God's judgment, of God's power, when we see that it really works, the bitachon really works, so then we know that we can fear Hashem and we can also have bitachon in Hashem. We can trust Him. Now comes the Malbim. Right, when a person goes with nature, it's very hard, and we, we spoke about this in the altar of Navardic, it's very hard to work with a shtadlus, to put in efforts, natural efforts, and then trust in Hashem. If a person puts in ishtalas, there's certain, you know, cause and effects that are natural in the world, right? If, let's say, uh, I do a certain amount of advertising, it means I'll be noticed, right? That's a natural thing. But there's a danger in that. Right? It doesn't, when a person is going with teva, it doesn't cause a person, it doesn't sprout. It's not a natural result that we trust in Hashem. What happens? Read any of the many uh, Jewish magazines and you'll see that they're going to tell you all the many ways that you can invest your money or invest your time or invest in marketing, etc. And that's what's going to bring you success. Right? So the more you do, the more you take natural courses of action, the less the person trusts in Hashem, because you continue, you see, oh, this works, so, so I'll continue with this. 
So then the person who's engaging in these types of actions, so the person trusts more in the actions. Look, I did this, and that result was this, right? So that distances a person from Hashem. But David HaMelech is saying that when people see that Hashem looks at the human being, and when I trust in Him, so Hashem performs a miracle for me. Right? When I see the miracle, Yiftachu Hashem. So then it changes the gisha, it changes the approach of the person. Instead of me trusting in my actions and my human resources, instead I can say, hey, there's another way. In some kanalanes, maybe, you're not supposed to depend on miracles, but I saw that that guy depended on a miracle and it worked. Maybe I can do that too. So then, once they see that indeed Hashem performs miracles, Yivtuchu Bashem Teva, then a person will turn away from trusting in natural means and instead will turn to trust in Hashem. Instead of trusting in their own power, in their own strength, in their own wisdom. Right? Because we do have human wisdom, we do have, we are smart, God gave us innate intelligence. However, Hashem wants us more so to engage with Him, to trust in Him, to have our faith that He's going to provide all that we need. That was chapter, chapter 40, verse 4 in Tehillim. Here we have chapter 40, verse 5. Ashrei HaGever. Ashrei HaGever, Shosam Hashem Iftachoi. Praiseworthy. Excuse me, I've got some bugs on me. That happens when you go out of nature. Praiseworthy is the one who places his trust in Hashem. And do not turn to false means, to those things that seem to be real but are false. We'll see exactly what that refers to shortly. First we have the Radak, and then we have the Malbim. Ashrei says the Pasuk, Praiseworthy is the one who trusts in Hashem, places his trust in Hashem. Give Hashem some of Places his trust only in Hashem, says the Radak. The person doesn't turn to human beings, those who are full of ego. Who have power, who have ego. They're strong people. Ezra, that's not where he turns for his help. Doesn't turn to people who are shote kazov. What are those? What does that mean? Human beings, we veer towards a path which is a false path. For example, those who perform magic. And there's also uh, marketing magic. You can find people who will be your perfect marketing magic, marketing experts, will solve all of your problems. That's not called trusting Hashem in truth. That's, we, we need to turn away from those things. We need to turn away. Right? Why are we on this earth? To make money? Hashem is the one who gives us our parnasa. So we're not here to make money. We're not here to, to feed ourselves and to eat and to sleep and to, to get up and make money and feed ourselves and eat and sleep. That's not why we're here. We're here to develop a relationship with Hashem. And bitachan is an opportunity. It's an alternate path. A person can go down the path of Ishtadlus. Person can go down the path, seeing, seeing this beautiful path behind me. 
you can't go down the path that leads to, to beauty, right? To, to success, to all the things a person wants in life. But then we've missed out on our chance to have a real relationship with Hashem. Says the Malbim, Ashrei. Right, we said, Ashrei, I give Ashrei, so Hashem Ashrei means lucky or joyous or, right, happy. When does a person have true joy? When does a person have true happiness? If he makes Hashem his trust. This means to say that there are those who trust in Hashem. We actually, I think, I think we spoke about this before. A person can trust in Hashem. Look, this is, this is where I want to succeed, Hashem. I want, I want you to send me Parnassah through this music album, this CD, this hit song, this, I want, you know, I have a whole list of things I want, the Santa list, right? The holiday's coming, right? And I can send my list to Santa and get whatever I want. Right, so a person has trust, it's a nice thing, it's a certain level, right? Shem's going to help me with this thing. Even though I have my wish list, and I'm trusting in Hashem, in Hashem it's not called that Hashem is my absolute trust. Right? I'm not thinking that the one who's going to provide me with my needs is Hashem unconditionally, however he decides. I'm making like a, a conditional deal, so to speak, with Hashem and saying, you know, I'll trust in you, but I want you to send it through this particular thing, A, B, C. I'm sorry. This person is trusting Hashem. Hashem is going to help him through his success in, in the markets that he chose to invest in. Through his success in whatever efforts he's putting in. Right, that's a certain level of bitachon. It's, it's a high level. Something we certainly strive for. That's not the level that David Melech is talking about. Asher Soma Hashem Iftachi places, makes Hashem his trust. It's a deeper thing. Mama once again goes in the sheet of the altar in the Vardik and he says, it's not the same. A person who doesn't put in any efforts, or I would say it's not exactly what he says, but perhaps just to bring it down a little bit to our level, something that we can relate to more. I'm not depending on my ishtadlis. I might have done ishtadlis, might do ishtadlis, but I don't believe or think that that's the only way that Hashem can send it. I need to make Hashem not just the one who I trust, but also the source of my trust, the one who I believe is going to provide me with the means through which I'll receive the good that I so desire. Didn't turn to Rahavim. I shouldn't turn and ask Hashem, Hashem, give me my needs through this particular way. Provide me for what, with what I want through this particular hishtalus that I'm doing. Don't narrow it down. 
don't say I want it to come through a certain person. Don't say I want it to come through a certain natural means. Shem Rahavim Veshate Kazav. What are Rahavim Veshate Kazav? Says the Mabam Harav, who is Nasus Aruach Yisrael Kaychei. Rahav means I put in extra, extra effort. I put in more and more efforts in order to succeed. Hakazav Adara Bilti Miskayim. Kazav means something which doesn't last. I'm asking Hashem to give it, give me my my results that I wish, give me my success in something that doesn't last. This is the two things that a person lacks when he trusts in a human being. That the human being doesn't have true essential existence. Only Hashem has true essential existence. And a human being does not have the ability to consistently always provide guarantees that they'll be able to provide something for a person. They'll be able to help a person succeed. Only HaKadosh Baruch Hu, only God Himself, as it were, has that ability to make such promises. Very powerful idea. Now the Malvin and the Radak are going to explain a Pasuk, another Pasuk, two Pasukim later. Also, oh no, I'm sorry. It's not. It's, it's four chapters later in Tehillim. In Psalm chapter 44, verse 7. Pasuk says like this. Now this is something that uh, today's leaders of Israel would not be happy to hear. King David, who everyone praises, King David, the great warrior, King David, the great king of Israel, David Melech Israel, the all powerful king, the greatest king of the Jewish people. David Melech says, You think you understand my power? You don't know anything about my power. I do not trust in my bow and arrow. My sword does not save me. I don't have success through my sword. I don't have success in the typical way that a king has success. The Radak says, Ki, Omar, he says, The Radak says, We do not believe, we do not trust that we are going to come out of our exile through our own efforts. We will suddenly, through our strength, we will knock down the Temple Mount, the, 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 the Dome of the Rock. We will knock it down through our power and we will build the base of things, we will force our hand. No, that's not how we're going to get out of Golis. That's not how we're going to build the base of Migdash. The only way to build something that lasts forever is with Hashem's help, with God. It's going to be Hashem who's going to build that base of Mikdash. And it's going to be His, His direct intervention that allows us to do so. That's how we're going to get out of Golis. That's how we're going to get out of this dark exile that we find ourselves in. Ki says the Malvim, Ki It's impossible that you will leave us, Hashem, to happenstance and to natural, natural circumstances. 
We will not be able to just simply and easily destroy our enemies. Not without your help. Right? It's not something that we can do neither from the perspective of the one doing it, neither from our own perspective as, as human beings who are taking action, nor from the perspective of the action that we're taking. Says King David, David HaMelech is saying this, this is not just anybody saying this, this is the leader, the, the greatest leader of the Jewish people ever, the greatest king of the Jewish people. He said, we cannot, we cannot do this. I don't have the ability. I don't know how to swing my bow and arrow. I just don't know how to do that. I don't, I'm not good at that, says David HaMelech, says King David. Right? David HaMelech, he killed Goliath with a stone, right? with a slingshot and a stone. But he says, I didn't do that. I just closed my eyes and whoosh, I got him. Right? I don't have that natural ability. It's a supernatural ability. If I'm going to succeed in war, that's not a natural thing. You know why? Because we don't have that blessing. We just, we just recently read in the parsha. Who has the blessing of being able to overcome, to be able to succeed with a sword in war? It's Esav. Esav is represented by the West. The Russians have that power. The Ukrainians have that power. We don't have that power. We don't have that blessing. Right? Those who are the offspring of Esav have that blessing, but we don't have that. Our ability is solely in our faith in Hashem, in our belief in Hashem. Any success that we have, even in war, is only from Hashem. It's miraculous. It's clearly HaKadosh Baruch Hu helping us. It doesn't make sense for us to succeed in a natural way. It's not possible for us to succeed in a natural way. So says David HaMelech. We have a few more minutes. I'm just going to read two more psukim with the Mephorshim. Hina HaGever LeYosim Elakim Ma'uzoi. Pasuk says in Tehillim Nun Beis, chapter 52, verse 9 and 10, we're going to read. Right, a person, a a foolish person, an egotistical person, places his strength not in God. He trusts in his own wealth. He trusts in his own existence. So, there's like a certain joke. It's like a joke. Look what happens to the person who just trusts in his own power. He can't succeed. It's, not, it's just not going to work. It's not going to work out for him. But, says David HaMelech, V'ani k'zayisra anon v'veisolikim b'tachti v'cheselikim o'ilom v'ed. But I am like a refreshing olive. In the house of Hashem, I place my trust. Which means, in my avoidus Hashem, in my service of God, Right, the base elikim. What's the base elikim? It's the place we bring korbanos, we bring sacrifices. It's the place where we serve God wholeheartedly, where we the kimitziyon teitzitayr from from Zion. It's a pasuk in Tehillim. I think the 
Torah comes out of Zion, right? It could be mistaken. It could be it's in the prophets. The Torah comes out of Zion, from Yerushalayim, from Jerusalem, from the base of Mikdash, the Sanhedrin sat there in the base of Mikdash. So David HaMelech says, that's where I place my faith, that's where I place my trust. The Red Dog says, David HaMelech is referring to Doeg HaAdomi, a particular uh, idol worshiper who trusted in his own strength, who trusted in his own wealth. I didn't do that, says David HaMelech. I placed my faith in Hashem. I don't trust in my own actions. I don't trust that Hashem is going to provide for me because of something that I've done proper. I do need to do proper things. I do need to be good in the eyes of God. I do need to make every effort to do what's right. But that's not what's going to help me. Right? That's not something that's consistent. Right? Sometimes I do what's right, and I'm a human being. Sometimes I do what's wrong. So if, if Hashem's chesed is dependent, if God's kindness to me is dependent on my actions, I could get in trouble. But the kindness of Hashem, which is unconditional, right? David Amalek is saying, I trusted in the chesed of Hashem, which lasts forever. And that means that there's a chesed of Hashem, a kindness of God, which is not dependent on my actions. God will give me kindness. He will, he will give me my needs. He will provide for me. He will give me salvation. Not always because of what I've done wrong. Not always because of what I've done right. Independent of anything I've done wrong or right. So if that's what I'm depending on, if I'm depending on Hashem's kindness in that way, so then that's something that I, could, I have a guarantee. If I'm depending on the kindness of Hashem, which is unconditional, which is not dependent on my actions, that's something that lasts forever. That's something that I can always trust in. Thanks for listening. See you again next time.